Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Randy Gaborio, CIO at Christiana Care Health System. In this segment, he talks about his team's co-development plans with Cerner, the HIE picture in Delaware and surrounding states, and what it will take to create a true community health record. Hi, Randy. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Great. Thanks, Kate, and it's great to be here. Just to give our readers and listeners um, a little bit of uh, background information, can you just talk a little bit about Christiana Care um, in terms of your know, number of hospitals, what you have in the way of ambulatory, things like that? Sure. Just at, at a high level, we're, we're effectively we're two acute care centers. Um, just a little bit of background. It's, uh, the organization was founded in uh, the late 1800s on 1888. Uh, some, I guess some sort of different dimensional things. Uh, we're the largest private employer in the state of Delaware. Uh, we're also the fourth largest in the Philadelphia metropolitan region. Uh, from a healthcare perspective, we're you know depending on you know which which index you're scoring against. You know we're somewhere probably between the 15th and the 25th largest institution in the nation. Uh, we're a teaching center as well, so we've got uh, somewhere in the range of around 300 um, <clears throat> residents and fellows uh, in our environment. Uh, and probably just from a, from a size and a scale perspective, we're um, probably somewhere around the, uh, you know, the $2.5 to $3 billion range, well, more precisely, probably about $2.7 to $2.8 billion in gross revenue as an organization. But we are, we're effectively a community health provider where we, we also look at ourselves in one ways where we are able to actually sort of relate to a lot of different organizations because we, we perform in a lot of different dimensions, one of which is as a teaching center, that's sort of that academic component. So we feel like we're able to make a connection um, that direction as well as in our, our, um, our CEO who just retired in the fall um, was the president of the Council of Teaching Hospitals as well. Uh, on top of that, you know, we have, we have a faculty practice, a, a component of employed physicians, as well as uh, a large component of basically private practitioners that participate. So when you look at things that we do and deploy, um, they're effectively really extensible uh, in, in either the academic space or, you know, up and down the channel into the community health space because we can... Uh, <clears throat> We can tackle those same and have to face those same sets of problems. From a perspective of, uh, I think, other things that make us unique, we're, you know, 1,400 beds, you know, two acute care centers, 100 ambulatory centers. We're touching kind of four states uh, as well. But we have um, what I kind of define as sort of a super campus here uh, just south of Wilmington, Delaware, which is known as the Christiana Campus. And it's, uh, it's one of those, it's a large-scale environment that, uh, that kind of pushes the boundaries of about 900 beds of capacity. Uh, and so, you know, th that's something that we sort of see as kind of unique around the nation as well, that there's, you know, we'll probably count them on two or three hands, the number of entities that sort of scale to that size in those large campus environments. We also um, have a, an NCI community cancer center uh, and here. And on top of that, in terms of sort of thinking beyond just laying hands on, on patients and delivering services, we also have something that we call the Value Institute and the Learning Institute. Uh, and those are sort of, um, sort of cognitive and applied entities to really um, 
ask questions, um, sort of do research, but not, just, not necessarily just to publish, but actually to really do the applied component of, of those things. So let's actually, let's ask questions here in the health services space and actually let's apply those hypotheses into our own environment uh, as well. And then as a result of that, um, publish specific results um, you know, into, uh, into that ecosystem based on what we found uh, in our own environment. So I hope that gives a, a, at least a, a quick overview. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so lot, a lot going on. And now looking at um, the clinical environment, um, what type of, uh, what, what, we, what EHR system do you have, um, well, first off, in the hospitals? So the, so the core backbone in, uh, on the inpatient side is the Cerner platform. So, you know, our perspective is that effectively is that that's the load-bearing wall that we're, we'll build sort of the, the, the core set of transactions around the Cerner platform. Right. Okay. And then as we, as we look to the, uh, into the ambulatory space, um, we're in the middle of, of our process to actually migrate everything actually also onto the Cerner platform. So... So effectively, that enables um, you know, at, least, at least a component of integration where IT doesn't have to uh, sort of figure out how to move appropriate information, but moving these things onto the same uh, you know, database platform establishes a certain capability. We also are running the Sorian Financials platform, um, which the organization had uh, purchased it about three years before I arrived. Uh, the organization. We stood that up about 24 months later, um, and we are actually in the process of working with Cerner um, as a co-development partner um, since we've effectively integrated the Cerner and the Sorian Financials platform uh, to bring those together as a, as a sort of a single integrated product. Okay. So you talked about, um, you know, migrating um, ambulatory to, to Cerner, and now it, that would be referring to the, uh, like, the employed the pra employee practices? Exactly. Employee physicians? Okay. Okay. Now, it, it, up to this point, what, um, what has that picture looked like just as far as that, you know, data exchange, even within the organization with the, the, uh, the physician practices in the hospitals? Well, for data exchange, I think there's something that's, um, well, let's start with the, the, the simple component. Obviously, when you own system A and system B, you can produce a pretty rich, um, you know, integration interface uh, to move information back and forth. Um, and so, uh, you know, obviously that's done uh, between sort of the historical systems. We look across the portfolio, you know, everything as, as we look at it and say, <clears throat> what do clinical and, um, you know, patient experience workflows look like and how do we design the information flow, the logistics of the information to support that process, and that's really that's not necessarily really particularly difficult to do to build those interfaces. Um, it's about then how do you actually get the information in the right place at the right time um, to create sort of a much richer you know, patient experience as well as provider experience. But if I sort of jump around the sort of thinking about the the non-employed piece, assuming that's where you're going to go with the next question, for us, what's unique in Delaware is we have. Uh, a, a highly functional uh, health information exchange known as the Delaware Health Information Network. Mm -hmm. And that, that's what allows us to move information. Kind of what I'd find is sort of the real world, which is, you know, 
patients don't live in a closed ecosystem. They live in the real world where they're going to get, you know, either, you know, diagnostics and or emergent care uh, at, at different points, and they don't live in a closed, convenient system for us as a provider. So on that approach, that's where we recognize and leverage the statewide health information exchange. Right. Obviously, there's some history there with, with uh, Delaware HIN, and what do you think has been um, the, the, the catalyst to it being able to, to have that success on a somewhat of a long-term basis? Well, I think one of the things that I hadn't, you know, maybe hadn't necessarily recognized, uh, you know, at least when I came uh, into this organization into Delaware, Delaware is a really unique place from the standpoint that, you know, given it's, uh, you know, it's not a particularly large state, but that, um, you know, the degrees of separation, the ability to get things done, um, I often joke that it takes kind of three phone calls or less, and you can make tremendous progress in terms of organizing uh, in Delaware. Um, it's very easy to access the congressional delegation if you're looking for support. It's really easy to access the governor. Um, and so, so I think from the standpoint the, the, the state and the constituents and the providers are able to rally very quickly around something, and I'd say that that's, that is definitely a, a catalyst, which I think um, really helped the HIE, you know, let's say sort of flourish as well as build functionality and um, get what I'll define as kind of actual real adoption and for people to utilize this technology versus actually going out and building other technology. And part of that whole piece behind it was um, when I got deeply involved is for us to frame this concept of what we call a sort of a, a, a community health record mm -hmm. so that as a, as, as, a, as a resident of Delaware, an individual, that they can, they can traverse the real world of healthcare, but their information is effectively sitting in a shared record that can be accessed. So if you're at, you know, if you're, if you live in the northern part of the state here, you know, kind of outside the major Philadelphia region, and then you travel to the beach for the weekend and you have an emergent visit, um, you know, all that information uh, is effectively available to your primary care doctor, uh, any specialist. It's available, um, uh, any diagnostic, uh, you know, transcribed reports, all that information is effectively available for for any individual care provider. And it also creates a platform for us when we really start thinking about um, really team-based care in the future and, and a platform for building, building and delivering care through clinically integrated networks. Right, yeah, it, it's, um, I mean, it's a concept that sounds simple, but obviously has been a struggle for, for a lot of organizations. Yeah, well, give you a sense. I mean, we, you know, from, a, from our perspective, you know, we, we've got, somewhere in the range of about 2 million patients cataloged from all 50 states. We also have connected our HIE as well to the Maryland State HIE, so we move information back and forth uh, as well. We're also doing syndromic surveillance. We're doing immunization registry, cancer registry. Depart we connect through for Department of Corrections. I mean, so the amount of or the number of sort of services and value-creating functions that we've been able to build on it um, have just been, um, you know, amazing. And I think it's a, sort of a true testament towards, you know, thinking about 
what's important to the community, to the patient, and how we actually um, begin to reduce friction for how information moves. Um, so it's at the right place at the right time, on demand when needed. Right. Yeah, I was going to ask about uh, as far as um, the other states involved, and you mentioned Maryland's HIE, and uh, I've heard that the, the, uh, the HIE picture in, in Pennsylvania is not really as uh, clear at this point, or it's a little bit more fragmented. Uh, yeah, I understand there's some activity, and they're working on uh, something called Health Share uh, or Health Share Exchange. Um, and so, uh, uh, you know, at least my, uh, my outside perspective right now, and I've not privy to all the details, is that they may be architecting as a starting point around the directed exchange uh, for information. And I'm hopeful that we'll be in a position to be able to, uh, you know, share information as robustly with, uh, with our counterparts in Pennsylvania. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.